Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Well, Happy New Year, y'all. All right, first, um, what did you guys do for Christmas and New Year's? Stayed with my family for most of the time. Yeah? Literally, we just stayed at home, and we just had a few people over and visited my grandparents. That's so cozy. (laughs) What about you guys? I didn't do very much. I was just with my family. New Year's, I went to a family friend's house, and they looked at old high school pictures of my aunt. New Year's is a good time to do that. Yeah. I had basketball tournaments, basketball practice, and then I hung out with my family. On Christmas? Not Christmas Day, oh. but like Christmas break. break. Yeah, it was Grind pretty much just basketball. Crazy. It was, <laughs> it was pretty stop. much just I basketball. It, I she, she had a basketball tournament on Christmas Day. <laughs> I mean, Christmas Eve, but... Dang, yeah. that's tough. I I'm, For Christmas, my mom, she was in Costa Rica, so like it was different because she wasn't home, but it was it was really good because I knew she like she hadn't seen her family in like four years, so... But, that was, but it, I was actually... Christmas was just amazing. Like I feel like I was the only one in my house enjoying mm-hmm. it. Everyone else just seemed like, um, like man. And I was just like, man, I'm so grateful because we didn't even open presents. I was like, dang, so we're so blessed. I was like, man, I could, I could just not have a family. It, things could be so bad. And I was like, man. Mm-hmm. And then, then on New Year's Eve, I had to pick up my mom at the airport, and that was crazy. I got her back in time, like 15 minutes before the year was over. Insane. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Go you. And I got pulled over on the way there. That was, oh, that was, oh no! Yeah, but 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 it made it perfect because the timing was just insane. So I was like a God moment because everybody was praying for us, and then mm. I didn't get a ticket or anything. So I was like, I lucky thought the cop was an angel. I was like, man, if he wouldn't <laughs> if he wouldn't have come, I'd have been early, and then I'd have I'd have had to do make another lap, and mm. I wouldn't have made it in time. Yeah. That had taken twenty minutes off. We'd have been five minutes late to That's the new crazy. year. Yeah, four years is a long time. Dang Speaking long time. of long times, it has been like. A bazillion years since Crossroads program night. And I don't know about you guys, but I missed it so much. It's been so long. Um, and I'm so excited for this podcast because we have such amazing students in the booth tonight. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name's Crayson. Uh, Crayson Phillip. I go to Hillsdale High School. I'm a senior and um, I've been coming to Crossroads. This is my second year and my first year on student lead team. I'm Darren Craig. I've been going to Crossroads since as long as I can remember. And I go to Quincy High School, and this is my first year of lead team. I'm Emmy Ambrose. I'm a junior at Freedom Christian School, and this is also my first year of lead team. Um, I'm Aubrey Pitts. I go to Reading High School. I am a junior. I've been coming to Crossroads since seventh grade, and this is my first year on Crossroads lead team. Amazing. So it's a new year, 2022. How many of you guys have made the mistake of writing 2021 on something? Yeah, and I didn't catch it. And then a teacher is like, really, Aubrey? And I was like, what? And she's like, it's 2022, not 2021. And I was like, you're like, it's the second day. Okay. Do you guys make New Year's resolutions? What are some of the ones you made? I don't ever make them, but like this year is the first year that I ever did, and it was to read my Bible every night and not just like mm. pretty much every night, even if it's just like a couple verses, then like to make it a habit to at least like get in the Word some that day. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
I don't ever make New Year's resolutions just because I never keep them. And I don't want to put that pressure on myself because I'm just going to forget like anyway. I like the way you think. No, I'm, I'm like that too. I would rather live each day more intentionally than mm-hmm. try to make yeah. fake or lofty promises that mm-hmm. I probably won't keep anyway. Yep. Same. I just, whoop, it'd be gone. Yeah, mine was not as much of a New Year's resolution as to just do it because I started it a little bit before the New Year. So, uh, yeah. so Christmas resolution. Yeah, Christmas <laughs> resolution. Well, New Year's is a great time to kind of think back about your life, think about past successes, and also Park. regrets. So I guess one of our first questions is, what is something you've done before because you were talked into it? But now you're embarrassed of it. Shower wars with my family. You gotta say more than that. It's Give us some context. It's basically what it is is. So what happened was, so my, my sisters, we all had the same bathroom. They had a cup that they would put in for their hair, and they put soap and water and mix it up. Hmm. Well, someone told me about pranks where you put the water in and you let it freak cold, get cold for two hours, and you put it back in the shower. Wow. So when they think it's warm water they're putting on. It's cold water. Then they start, we started making shampoo and hair mix in it. So then it got worse and worse and worse until it ended with my parents banning cups in the showers. Now, <laughs> now they don't do those anymore. Come on. You guys have had embarrassing moments before, I'm sure. I've had embarrassing moments, but they're like when I say dumb stuff and less of like somebody telling me to do something because i kind of just do mm. what i want to do i'm not really oh so you're the person follower. who jumps off the cliff yeah exactly yeah yeah oh. I'm, I'm the one to stay away from i guess <laughs> <laughs> so when i was probably in middle school um my older sister had a boyfriend and naturally me and my childhood best friends were like we should prank this guy <laughs> you know give him a hard time and so actually it was my best friend like which sock is mine and which sock is hers and like i'm like clearly it's mine like it matches all of my other socks but no i do that with my 19 year old brother (laughs) so you would say you guys are pretty resolved people once you decide you're right you stick to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah even if i end up being wrong i'm still like no, I was right about it. In fact, you have to get more stubborn, maybe. Yeah. So sometimes I'll know I'm right, and like I'm stubborn that I know I'm right, but I don't always have to argue it. No, <laughs> no, like I know I'm right, and I know you're wrong. So like, th- you're not gonna change your mind. I'm not gonna change my mind. So let's just drop it because we both think we're right, and if we argue this, then we can argue it for three hours, and we're still not gonna. Yeah. Go it's back not gonna fix to the situation. Yeah. That's low key why I hate debates. Because I feel like it, they don't go anywhere half the time. Yeah. And and sometimes, it, like, not not always, like, usually debates, like, atheist or Christian debates, like, sometimes they work, but lots of times it's just arguments. And, mm-hmm. and lots of times a Christian who's arguing, like, I'll watch it on YouTube, it's like, it doesn't even sound like they're, they have the right motives. It's like they just want to be right type thing. And I'm like, man, come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I love the resolve in you guys, but I actually think the majority of people have a line and i think they have a point a breaking point where they would cave like maybe we're just not old enough like if it came between like me and your my future kids or you and your future kids or you know what there's there's certain things that would make people cave um when we look at the story about caleb and joshua they were the two people who didn't cave right the rest the eight out of the other ten caved um so i guess 
asking one last time, what would make you guys cave and maybe reconsider or doubt or be scared? Would it be because the opposition's bigger than you? Because in the story, they're giants? I mean, look, y'all, I'm 5'6". Everyone to me is a giant. So, I mean, maybe it's something else. What would make you guys cave? If it's something that, like, could get, like, physical or, like, I don't know. Like, if it could actually make somebody, like, hate me over it, then, like, I'm just going to be, like, whatever. It's fine. But, like, if it was going to get physical, then, like, I don't want that to affect, like, my school records and then, like, college and NHS and all that stuff. Like, I don't want to get kicked out of anything because of a stupid argument. Or a not stupid argument. Mine would be, like, if if it would mean I would lose someone that was, like, really close to me or lose someone I love, like, very deeply and I know God has placed them in my life for a reason, I won't, like, I won't push the boundaries. Mm. Like, those, like, people who mean so much to me that I could never lose... I like, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to not do this anymore because I just can't. Same with both of those. If I'm going to lose someone or something, I'll probably cave. I feel like for me, if if somebody, if I'm talking about something and, and I'll be trying to make a point and it's like a, a Christian point, but it's heresy and like somebody will, will bring scripture into it and I'm wrong, I'm like, all right, all right I'm sorry, my bad. Like, I feel like I just feel so convicted. I'm like, dang, that was... You, y'all, you write, you write, like, if my pastor said something, like, there's this one time, I, um, I don't remember what exactly what I was talking about, but I was saying something, he was like, well, you know, you, 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 he doesn't need you, I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot, you're right, like, I just caved in, I was like, dang, or also, I'll cave, if, if somebody brings back a point I already made <laughs> against me, I'd be like, dang, shoot, like, oh, I, yeah. yeah, if they prove you wrong yeah. on your own words, yeah. oof, that is tough. Well, I think the theme of the whole story with Caleb and Joshua is having courage, right? Being bold, having courage. Um, So I'm going to leave you with just like one story about Elijah. So Elijah in the Old Testament was going, you know, was going, it's, it's, it's the Super Bowl of all of the spiritual idols and everyone's like, all right, we're going to do all these. It's the Olympics of being able to do miracles, right? And... Basically, Elijah wins that, right? He calls down fire from heaven. He, he does all the things way better and more powerfully than all the other people who claim to have spiritual powers. But then that didn't please the king in the land, and the king still went after his life. So Elijah flees, right? This is when Elijah goes up the mountain, I think Mount Carmel, and he's running for his life. But then God tells him, that not in the earthquake, not in the fire, but in his still small voice, that he has to go back and that he's not done and that he needs to have courage because people are waiting for him on the other side of that, that if he doesn't go back, there's no Elisha. And Elisha does far greater things than Elijah ever did. So I guess my encouragement to you guys this year would be to get back in the fight, to have courage in 2022, um, to be bold for your faith, um, and I'll just leave you with Proverbs 28.1, which says that the bold are as, uh, the righteous are as bold as lions. So here's to being lions and lionesses this year. Any closing thoughts on the story of Caleb and Joshua from you guys? What Doug said today about um, when the giants came 
oh yeah and and then if if you were looking at the giants then you're like oh shoot but then you turn around and you see god in his glory mm -hmm. you're just gonna turn around like strip like naked be like all right i don't even need anything and just go run at him with anything you got and like i got god and like i feel like that kind of hit me i was like dang that's how i got to see everything and and that kind of like motivated me a lot well, that is so good. Well, you guys have been fantastic, and we will see the rest of you listeners next week. Thanks. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious Rich Roast Coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, the Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.